0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So
1: start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: This is your operating system talking. Not your computers or your phones, but your internal human operating system. I'm feeling a little overloaded. Here's how you can ease my stress. Close your eyes or softly gaze at something in front of you. Now inhale for four counts. Exhale for six. Keep repeating. (sighs) <sighs> Much better. Longer term, there's BetterHelp Online Therapy. They'll match us with a the licensed therapist we can connect with via video, phone, or chat. Visit betterhelp.com and save 10% on our first month.
1: Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. You're listening to the Fly the W 670 podcast, season one, episode 51. We called this one, Pat Hughes visits Fly the W. So let's take a listen to Pat talking with Crowley right now. Joining me now on the Fly the W podcast, I am honored to have the voice of the Cubs on the radio 670, the score, Mr. Pat Hughes. Pat, how are you, sir? Probably I'm
3: doing fine. Doing fine. Just uh, kind of settling into the off season. It's amazing how fast time goes. Thanksgiving right around the corner. And before you know it, the holidays, Cubs convention in January, and then pitchers and catchers report in February. So it's coming right up.
1: Absolutely. And you know, Pat, I got to tell you, even though this year, you know, there was a lot of losses, it seemed like two different seasons. It seems like the first half wasn't so great, but it seemed like, a, you know, for a, for a year that wasn't very successful, the second half seemed like a lot of fun. How did you kind of look at the 2022 season?
3: It was a long season. We got a little bit spoiled, Crawley. Um, you know, starting in 2015, running all the way up to 2020, we were in the playoffs six out of seven years, winning division titles. And of course, the World Series was the the pinnacle in 2016. So we got a little bit spoiled. I'll be honest. You get used to being in the playoffs and you want to be there every single year. And I'll, I'll be honest, I want to get back there next year. So I'm not really doing a lot of looking back at this last season, not to avoid your question. It was, um, it was a long year. It was not a successful year, but we did see some promising things. We saw the blossoming of Nico Horner, for example, at shortstop into one of the league's very best players, both offensively and defensively. He's a real leader. And I'm excited about watching his career. Ian Happ had his best year of his career in left. We saw some young pitchers come along. Keegan Thompson, uh, Brandon Hughes out of the bullpen. He's not uh, related to me, but if he keeps pitching <laughs> as well, he may have to be. Um, but uh, no, we you know, we, we have um, uh, plenty of time between now and opening day of 2023. Hard to even believe I'm saying that. But um, I'm sure the Cubs will acquire a lot of players, Crawley, that are not with the organization right now, but they will be come opening day.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm so excited. And, you know, one, one of the highlights for me this season, I actually bumped into you at the Field of Dream game in Dyersville, Iowa. As a baseball fanatic that I know you are, how fun and amazing was that to be able to broadcast from Dyersville at the Field of Dreams?
3: Very exciting, unique, unique. Um, the cornfields, the pregame uh, where all of the legends came out, Billy Williams and Fergie Jenkins, I think, was there. and uh, Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr. playing catch out in right center field. Very, very cool. And I commend the people over in Dyersville, Iowa, for preparing the field as beautifully and immaculately as they did. I didn't see a single bad hop all night. Um It was uh, it's a big league experience. And, you know, to be honest with you, Crawley, after all of the fanfare and all of the hype, you get down to the business of playing a ball game and it becomes simply another game that the Cubs need to try to win.
1: Absolutely. It was such a, such an amazing setting. And, uh, you know, another fun thing, you talked about Cubs Convention. I got to see you, at, you know, with the Fergie Jenkins dedication statue. And Pat, your speeches just always, you know, you just seem to be so, so great at that master of ceremonies role that you've done at CubsCon for many years. And then again, at, at Fergie Jenkins uh, statue dedication ceremony. It was really great to see Fergie finally honored and get the statue alongside his teammates. It was an honor for him,
3: and and Crawley, it was an honor for me to be the MC. I love Fergie. He was the pitching coach of the Cubs uh, back in 1996 and 7, I believe. Those were my first two years as the Cubs announcer, and he could not have been nicer every single day. uh, If I needed something, he was there, and if I needed an interview, he was there. Um, Very down-to-earth man, very smart man. I love Fergie Jenkins, so I was honored that day. And, and as I said during the speech, I believe one of the lines was, let's cut to the chase. Ferguson Jenkins is the greatest pitcher in the history of the Chicago Cubs, and it's not even close.
1: Yeah, he, it, it was just, you know, seeing him so overcome with emotion was great. Um, another highlight for me, I'm watching on TV, and in comes Crane Kenny on the booth. And uh, you're, you know, kind of reading about some of the Cubs uh, new Hall of Fame induction members and he hands you the piece of paper and uh, you're also included on that list. How shocked were you when Crane came in and kind of was able to bestow that honor on you?
3: It it was stunning, but pleasantly so. And I I thank Crane Kenny and uh, he's been a champion of Cubs radio for many years. He's been so supportive. So I was I was very happy that it was him that was in the booth and delivered the message, uh, as, it, as it turned out to be. But uh, he's been great. Uh, Tom Ricketts and, the, and his siblings, the owners, they are great. They give us total freedom, Crawley. And I think any broadcaster or any performer who is performing live day after day, you really need as much freedom as you possibly can have, and they provide that. So I appreciate it. Uh, I love Ron Coomer and Zach Zademan. The, the other broadcasters, but you, you couldn't have a better color announcer than I do in Ron Coomer. And I feel like he is part of this Cubs Hall of Fame honor for me. Um, Ron Santo and I had 15 pretty good years together. Keith Moreland for three. Next year will be the 10th year for Ron Coomer and, and myself. And I can't believe how fast it's gone, but we covered all of those great teams, the World Series, but just on a day-to-day basis, Coomer is amazingly enjoyable to be around. He is smart. He is funny. He listens to you when you talk. I like what he does in breaking down the real intricacies of playing big league baseball and making it understandable for the average fan, whether that fan is a 10 year old boy or an 80 year old grandmother doing her knitting while she's listening to the games. He can, he he makes you, he allows you to understand the game of baseball, and it's a very complicated game, especially at the level at which big league ball players play. Uh, he was a great player, uh, All Star. Uh, he survived a long time not by natural graceful athletic ability. He's got a lot of athletic ability, but mainly Crawley Coomer survived because of hard work. Period, and he applies that same work ethic to the broadcast every day. I don't know if you notice, but he watches video of the opposing pitcher who's going to be pitching against the Cubs every single day so that early in the game, I will say to Ron, how did the Cubs get their hits against Adam Wainwright or whomever it is? And he will have watched the most recent appearances of that pitcher, and he'll say, well, you got to watch out for this. He's got a good fastball. He likes to sneak in a curveball with two strikes. He'll try to get you to chase if you're a slugger and try to throw a pitch in the dirt, whatever it might be. He has done his homework and I admire that about him, but he's fun. And so is Zach Zaidman. I love his laughter in the background on Cubs radio, but he is very much in tune with what Coomer and I are talking about. And if we're talking about Ted Williams uh, in 10 seconds, he will have something up on his computer about Ted Williams. He will sometimes print it out and hand it to me. He's amazingly helpful and a great team player. So we've got, a, we've got a good situation, and Mitch Rosen at the score, even though we no longer are employees officially of the score, uh, we were for a long time under Mitch, and he is still very much involved, and he is also a great guy to work for. So I guess what I'm trying to say, Crawley, is yes, I am in the Cubs Hall of Fame, but there are a lot of great people around me that, that make it pretty easy and very enjoyable to do my job every day.
1: And, you know, Pat, you really are one of the torchbearers for old-time baseball radio, the baseball radio calls. And I think that, to me, there is no better sport to listen on the radio than baseball. And I've been always been a big fan of your Voices of the Game series. Um, I obviously, ha- you know, being a huge Cub fan, I have your Ron Santo and your Harry Carey Voices of the Game. And I know you're too modest of a guy, but would we ever get to have a Pat Hughes Voices of the Game CD? And, and, and how would that work out?
3: Well, I would not be the one to produce it. I can guarantee you that, Crawley. But it's called Baseball Voices. If any of your listeners are interested, it's been a very fun project. And uh, it's, it's at BaseballVoices.com. We have commemorative audio tributes of baseball's greatest announcers. Harry Carey, you mentioned Ron Santos was a special edition because Ronnie was not a Hall of Famer at that time. He is now, as a player... But the, it's, it's a broadcaster series, and uh, it, was, it was a special because of all the fun that Ron and I had. We put together about an hour, about 70 minutes of the, like the greatest hits of Pat and Ron. And you will laugh. It's not really about baseball. It's more about uh, the quirkiness, the funny stories, Ronnie accidentally setting his hairpiece on fire, forgetting or un, unable to turn off the yogurt machine in Phoenix. <laughs> and lots of others, but it's at baseballvoices.com. We also have a special CD about the Cubs winning the world series. That was also a special. It's called the Chicago Cubs win the world series. And I have available. that one as well. Yeah. They're available at uh, at baseballvoices.com, but it's not just Cubs. We've got Mel Allen and red barber, Bob Eucher, Marty Brenneman, uh, Bob Costas, John Miller,
2: if you're feeling down and having trouble getting up in the morning, here's a tip. Brush your teeth. That's it. Often when we wake up, our brains go into planning mode, which leads to overthinking and stress before our head even leaves the pillow. Something simple like brushing your teeth can break that cycle and jumpstart your day. This tip was brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy, which connects you with a licensed therapist via video, phone, or online chat. Visit betterhelp.com and save 10% on your first month.
3: We've got a lot of great announcers. Harry Callis, um, Bob Prince. Hope I'm not leaving anybody out. Dave Niehaus, Denny Matthews. But it's, it's been a labor of love and, and people seem to like it. And I'm very pleased, Crawley, when they purchase one. And then the next thing I know, they want to buy two or three more because they enjoyed the first one so much. So that, I yeah. must be doing something right
1: they They are phenomenal. and and I, and you know what? The holidays are coming up. They're great gifts for any cub fan. you know, like my dad, I, I always get him one of the the baseball voices and 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 he he loves them. so they it's just an absolutely wonderful job. You know, I, I, it's you talk about how fun the broadcast is, and I think it really comes across to the fans, like myself. When we hear it, it's almost like we're at like a bar at the game, and you talk about Coomer too, and yeah, he 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 has a way of breaking it down so that people understand it. And then also, Pat, you do a great job of just kind of leading just everything in. It's, it's just a well-done product. Now, recently, you've also kind of started doing some TV, as Boog does uh, some radio on ESPN. How different is that for you to be on TV? A little
3: bit, but once the game starts, and, and you get beyond doing the on-camera open and the scene sets and all that stuff, once the game starts, Crawley, it is similar, not exactly the same, but it's similar. You're, you're describing the action. You're providing background. You're doing a little homework. you got baseball history. You're trying to get the best out of your partner, whomever that might be. Jim Deshays. I've worked with Ryan Dempster. I've worked with Rick Sutcliffe now in the last year or two. Doug Glanville did a game or two with me. It's fun. It's a challenge, and I think at some point in your career, it's always good to get out of your comfort zone and try something new and the money's good. I'll be very honest with you there also, but um, it's fun. And I hope to do a few more. It's uh, radio is still very much in my blood and I will, I will probably not leave uh, the radio booth until they yank the microphone out of my hand and turn it off because I love it. It's uh, it's been the job of a lifetime. And especially doing Cubs games with the audience we have—it's a phenomenal audience, the best you could possibly have. So I'm a lucky guy. It's a position of privilege and prominence, and uh, I'm I'm very fortunate.
1: Now I don't know if you realize this, but there is like a whole group of people that get super excited for your ad reads. And whether it's the village of Bedford Park called Maryland, whether it's the White Claw one, like it's, it's, it's really, you know, there's kind of like this subculture around your ad reads. Did you know about that?
3: Uh, Not really, but, um, I, I, I I guess vaguely aware of that, but uh, no, please tell me more (laughs) Crawley.
1: No, there's, there's certain ones that everybody just kind of laughs or listens about, or like if, if like. I would have never known where Bedford Park is if you hadn't mentioned it on Cubs radio or, 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 you know, you know, just hearing you talk about white claw or some of the other ones it's, 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 there's just kind of like, we all just enjoy it. And and so whether we a lot of times we'll be listening to a game on Twitter, you know, fans won't strike out. And we, and you know, all of a sudden people just finish the, you know, your read and it's just, People enjoy it so much, and it's kind, it's, it's it's fun. It's you know whether it's you or Coomer doing Funkaway or all the different sponsors. There's just kind of kind of an enjoyment about it, and you guys do a good job when you read it, so it it makes it fun for us. You know, I think you should have
3: fun. I really do. Now we work hard. Uh, a lot of people come in the booth and think we're just goofing off and you know not really caring about what we're doing. We care, believe me. We care about. It providing the best overall coverage it's a package really uh it's a lot of details it's a lot of description it's Coomer's knowledge it's Zach giving out of town scoreboards uh uh, scores so uh, I mean there's a lot that goes into it but you should have fun and I love to laugh I love to you know make other people laugh so when you go to the ballpark if you don't laugh out loud about three or four or five times I mean good strong belly laughs you're missing the point because being at a ballpark is a fun place to be. It was a fun game to play for me as a kid. I was not a great player, but I was good. I was on a lot of championship teams. I was not a big league baseball caliber prospect or anything like that, but I had fun with the game. I still have fun with the game, and that's never going to change. And uh, if people enjoy what we do, if they laugh while they're listening – then I'm accomplishing one of my goals.
1: Absolutely. And one goal for every Cub fan. I, I actually ran in, out, ran into you outside of game five of the World Series. And I said, Pat, I hope you're enjoying this. Have a great call. You know, and, and we were now on the sixth anniversary of, of that magical run. I mean, as you were kind of going through that, did you have any nerves? How difficult was it for you to kind of stay focused, knowing the enormity of what was happening with that series?
3: Again, it becomes a job. And... Actually, this might sound kind of unusual, Crawley, but I remember when I was doing um, the number two job in Milwaukee with Bob Euchre, and there would be a ninth inning situation. I couldn't sit still because I had nothing to do. Uh, Euchre was doing it, but I'm, I'm just you know, ripping my hair out. Now that I have to be on every single pitch, I'm focused. And yes, I get excited. Uh, you feel anxieties, especially Game 7 of the World Series knowing that however the game ends, it's going to be something major that Cubs fans will never forget. And I'm glad that they're going to happily remember it because they won, but you never know exactly how a game is going to end. So people were saying, did you plan out the last, you know, call? And I said, well, no, of course not. I had no idea that Michael Martinez was going to hit a little slow bouncer to Chris Bryant. uh, And then I just, I had to be true to my radio audience. And I, I told people, if I, if I thought I was real clever and tried to plan out something real eloquent for the last out, um, it, it might have fit in certain situations, but not in others. A ball game, as you know, Crawley, can end in any number of different ways. It can end on a home run, a strikeout, an RBI single, a wild pitch, a throwing error, or just a routine one hopper back to the mound to end the game, or a game-winning double with the bases loaded. So since you don't know how a game will end, it didn't make sense to me to try to plan out word for word what I might say. So I was lucky that it was a fairly routine play, although when Chris Bryant slipped, I almost lost my uh, composure (laughs) because I thought the ball might sail over Anthony Rizzo's head. Fortunately, Anthony was 6'4". He reached up, gloved it. I waited for the umpire to make the call, and then the Chicago Cubs win the World Series.
1: Absolutely, and and that call is so great, Pat. And the one thing is that you actually write out that call a lot of times when you do autograph signings, and you have an autograph signing coming up on Saturday, December 10th from 10 to 1130 um, in Wheeling with autograph one. And I don't, I I go to a lot of autograph signings, Pat. And, and, you know, I think that the penmanship is a lost art. And when, when, when I go to get an autograph from you, first of all, you've always been so super kind, not just to me, um but to everybody in line that comes to see you and and you do the final call you write that entire thing out and it ju- I ha- I have a copy of it and it looks absolutely gorgeous i wonder if you wish you made a shorter call now that you got to write it out so much but it it, it you know th- with this signing coming up on the 10th Saturday the 10th in Wheeling it, it really is going to be if, if people haven't gotten your autograph before it, it, it's, it's a beautiful, your penmanship's beautiful. It's fun. And autograph one has like microphones and different pictures and stuff that you can get there. And, and, you know, fans just love to see you and you're so gracious with them, Pat.
3: Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's at the Weston hotel in Wheeling again, December 10 at 10 a.m. And that was fairly easy to, for me to remember. Crawley, you got 10 a.m. on December 10 And plus I worked with Ron Santo, number 10. So the 10 was there. And then both factors start with W it's in Wheeling and it's at the Weston and it's going to be a wonderful time. There's another W for you. So that's,
1: that's a perfect (laughs) way to end it, Pat. And I, I can't tell you how much I enjoy talking to you and appreciate everything that you do with the broadcast. Uh, you've been doing this basically half my life, and and you're, you've been the voice, the soundtrack to so many Cub fans. So we look forward to seeing you on the 10th at the Westin in Wheeling at 10. And thank you, Pat, for coming on the Fly the W podcast. You're welcome, Crawley. My pleasure.
2: longer term there's BetterHelp online therapy they'll match us with a licensed therapist we can connect with via video phone or chat visit betterhelp.com/positive and save 10% on our first month
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds